to another episode of Degrassi the Next Generation. I don't know why I did that. It's another episode of Below the Dot Podcast where we recap and discuss a new episode of Degrassi the Next Generation every throwback Thursday from the Degrassi Black Hole. I am your very confused co-host, Terry McGregor. I'm your other co-host, Chris Sharp. Damn, forgot who I was too. It's hard out here, okay? It is. But we are back this week to discuss or recap rather season three, episode 22. This is a season three finale titled Power of Love. But before we get into the episode, you know, we like to do a little bit of trivia for Terry. Yes, we do. All right. I got three trivia questions this week. How is Jimmy spending the summer? He's going to a basketball camp in L.A. Very good. What is the name of the fancy restaurant where everybody eats? I have no clue. I don't even know what type of food they serve, honestly. This is the second time we were here this season. Crespel. <laughs> I just said it. I assume it's French. It's C-R-E-S-P-E-L-L-E, I think. I tried to pause it, and one of the letters looked a little funny, so. Yeah, that one, I, I don't think, think it was French. I don't think the restaurant exists, because I Googled it. Wait, does it? Yeah, no, it doesn't exist. Or it doesn't exist right now. That's funny. Yeah, wouldn't have caught that. My last question is, why did the limo driver get arrested? <laughs> he had parking tickets, like outstanding parking tickets. Do you know how many? It was like 36 or 38. Uh, I have 30, but I don't know. It was in the 30, 30s for sure. 30 something. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what I got. I. <laughs> Do you have any tidbits? I see you do. I do. I have a few. Shout out to the Degrassi Wookiee for these because there was way more than I thought there would be for this episode. Personally, I didn't find any. Apparently, this is a final appearance of Kendra. So she joins me in the black hole officially starting this episode. (laughs) R.I.P. Do you even remember? I don't remember seeing her in this episode. I'm sure she was just in the background dancing somewhere, but I don't remember seeing her. I wonder if I say, hang on. No, I also, didn't mention that bitch's name this episode. Right? According to the wiki as well, what do they say? She's like featured in the season four opener, but like we will never see her again. <laughs> wow. So that's one of them. And then my second one, because I see that you have one too. What is it? Oh, originally this episode was supposed to be a two-part episode and they ended up cutting it into just one and i think the episode that took place of the two part was i want candy i personally this makes sense to me because when i watched this episode it felt like for the storylines that were happening things were going by way too quickly like it easily could have been a two-part episode yeah i feel like i vaguely remember this being a two-part episode i guess it wasn't but i mean it's a series finale or finale season finale so like i don't i mean there wasn't a lot i don't know you say that it feels rushed but the only thing that yeah, feels rushed is the Caitlyn and Joey storyline, you know? Right, because there were three plots in this episode. Because there's yes. the OG line, the A plot, the B plot. There was a lot. You're right. Absolutely. I was just like, this feels rushed. Because when I was going to write out my notes, I did my A and my B plot. And I was like, wait, there's like a Sean plot in here, too. And I thought that was a B plot. And meanwhile, it's Caitlyn and Joey. Yeah, there was way too much going on in this episode. So I agree, actually. 
But I don't think that Caitlin and Joey would have been. I, you know how I feel about the other episodes yeah. with Caitlin and Joey storylines, and I just I am here for it now. But I was not here for it then, so I see how it got like cut probably a lot of scenes and shoved into this episode, and like kind of also see why Pat, whatever his government last name is, Joey Jeremiah. <laughs> was upset with how they treated the OG cast. But also, I mean, you have to understand, I bet he was probably sold a different story than mm-hmm. than was reality. You know, we want to get the OG character back. We want to delete right. storylines. We want to explore more of this stuff and content. And then for them to be cut from the show, I understand why they were cut so much from the show, but I can see being pissed about it. Yeah, because I feel like eventually you would, I, at least what I know now, I would just imagine that they would be phased out, which they are, because it's like, okay, you got the people to watch that used to watch. Hopefully they have their kids watching now and they'll just keep watching whether or not the OG cast is there anyway. So yeah, it was just weird to me for that, where it was just like, yeah, Caitlin decides, we'll get into it, but she decides that she's moving somewhere in a day and that's it. So it's like, you could have just gave Sean the B plot and let him have all of that because he had a lot going on and we actually will see Sean for seasons to come. <laughs> right. I agree. Like they did yeah. so much for nothing. So my tidbit, and I may have said this before, was that Billy Ray Cyrus actually asked mm. to be on the show. I think I believe he said he asked to be on the show and that Miley was really happy and proud <laughs> of the fact that he was on the show. Like when he went back to be like, yeah, I was on the show. Like they thought that was the first thing he did that they thought was super cool. I guess I assume Aww. Noah, but I feel like Noah was pretty young. So Miley thought it was cool. And that was something I learned from the book. That's so funny. Cause I was, I didn't remember him being this episode, but I remembered him being in it. And then I wondered if he was in another episode, but it's fitting that he ends up being this limo driver from like with this whole country vibe going on. Like he didn't yeah. step far outside of what you would expect him to. I'm trying to remember specifically if they said anything about how he played this role or like the logistics. I think he was just kind of like, I'll take what I can get. (laughs) And that was the limo driver. I forget why. I think that he may have been going for something else. And then it was just like, I'll take what I can get. I'll do it. And I just mentioned that because whatever the hell their names are, Jay and Silent Bob, I forget, Kevin Mm, Smith. mm -hmm. They wanted to come in as producers, but you could the way that I think they were with the production company CTV. I don't understand all the technical terms and I don't care to. So whoever they were with doesn't allow non-Canadian producers for their shows. Mm-hmm. So he was like, well then I'll act and I'll do whatever I'm allowed to do. So he too came in, but he came in with more of an agenda. I mean, mm-hmm. his love of Caitlin Ryan, Ryan's <laughs> planet was actually really his love of whatever the actress's name. No, not that actress. Linda Schuyler no he was in love with Caitlin Ryan but obviously okay. he had to go through Linda Schuyler to get on the show there we go that's funny this is fun that Billy Ray Cyrus was in this uh, season finale though because it was just like a, a random like I feel like from now on we'll start to see a little bit more people that are notable because Degrassi at this point in time back in the day was probably blowing up again yeah, Sorry, my that's... friend told me that some man sent her a sick pic, and it took me a minute to realize what she meant. Anyway, <laughs> it was she. It was something she wanted, so it was not unsolicited. But anyway, that's all that matters. 
Just as a disclaimer before we start our recap, it is Tuesday. And so if you've been keeping track and a dedicated listener, you know that there's a little tickle in my throat. So will (laughs) I have a cold later this week? All signs point to yes. I'm really seriously considering quitting the schools because this is ridiculous. And I wear my mask in those classrooms. Just want to say I went in one classroom this week. There were six kids out of 15 present. So like, yikes! it's coming at me from all sides. I don't know what to do here. Anyway, you ready for our recap? Yes, let's get into it. For our opening scene, it is almost summer break and Jimmy is not looking forward to going to a basketball camp in LA because it'll take him away from spending the summer with his precious Hazel. Cry baby. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, really, this is their last summer together. It's not the last summer together, but the way that this is a peak summer for them. That adds up because to me, I remember that. I know what we're getting into next season, but what stood out to me is the fact that it was very, <laughs> someone there with you. <laughs> I'm wondering if I hear the sound of my dog vomiting and I'm going to oh. be really disappointed in a bit. Anyway, oh, no. keep going. But <laughs> yes, immediately just without knowing what happens in season four if you know you know if you don't you'll find out i was just like this is a typical high school student like ready to throw everything away for like a relationship that's not gonna last forever they'd be so tired so tired i'm just really over here wondering if that dog threw up i'm sorry do you know we took that dog to the emergency vet because we thought she ate some grapes who knows if she ate the grapes i don't know what she ate but she was vomiting and there were grapes from two nights ago that disappeared was it my child or was it the dog we don't know, but uh, she's still alive. So, but might oh, be no, they, they just be getting into all types of nonsense. Yeah. And, you know, I just want to say, for those of you who have been following my voice to other podcasts, I just find it interesting how much my co-hosts to that other podcast were so adamantly against cats. Um, my cats don't eat grapes. <laughs> I'm just saying. So um, I know we've discussed the fact that cats are problems and here my dog and, you know, what's her face? Terry's dogs always be loud and vomiting in the background. So is it cats or is it dogs? Anyway, honestly, back to Jimmy to celebrate the evening. Jimmy has rented the crew a limo to take them from the restaurant to the dance at Degrassi. This is really extra because like, is it prom? Is it prom? Like they they said prom mad times, right? Did they? Mm-hmm. Because they're sophomores. It just seemed like a lot. It is a lot. It's a whole lot too. And considering it's the last day of school, that feels excessive to me. Like you're throwing a whole prom on the last day of school, but everyone's there. I feel like Billy Ray Cyrus's character says, have fun at prom, but I could be making that up. He may have. But you know what? Also, did he know what the hell he was talking about or doing? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Well, that's why I didn't pay attention. But anyway, it's just Jimmy's agreed, also agreed to pay for everything, including Jimmy. So y'all know Spinner the Hater is jealous instead of being happy. Meanwhile, at Degrassi, Sean is on the verge of failing his computer science class, but Snake is offering him the opportunity for extra credit. And as I mentioned, we have a plot from our Degrassi OGs. Is it the A plot, the B plot, the C plot? Who knows? Caitlin spends a lot of time at Joey's house leaving many of her items there. And so Joey asks her casually, you should move in. It it's a trap. Almost seemed, like, it almost seemed like he didn't have any thought. And yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think that's a trap? It's absolutely a trap. Do not do it. <laughs> it's not worth it. Just live alone for as long as you can. 
Every single person I know who lives with their male partner has said this. Yeah, no. And the way he sprung it on her, it's a hell no for me. No thanks. (laughs) I will just keep leaving shit here before I move in with you. (laughs) Like, I'm literally just sitting here trying to think if I know one person who lives with a man and, like, is happy. But, like, not 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 happy about it and that, like, they hate their partner. But just living with a man, like, they're just stupid. And so, girl, but also... I feel like Caitlyn's the non-functional one in this relationship, right? This is true because Joey has a child, so I feel like he has to have, and he's a single parent, so he has to have some sort of good sense to him and just, like, knows how to run a household. A little bit, but then we were talking trash about them in the episode with Craig where he was complaining to Craig that he wasn't helping clean in the house, right? And we were like, yeah, because they don't clean up after themselves as they go. Mm, That's true. So they're both not functional. No, and Caitlyn's job does not allow her to, like, Caitlyn doesn't need to move with anybody, if I'm being honest, because what what she does does not warrant the time that I think he thinks she has for him. I agree. But that's neither here nor there right now. <laughs> that's cute. Anyway, also, I feel like they've been together for, I guess, six months at this point in time, because they got together over Christmas. It's the end of the year. I was like, it feels like it was very short, but they've kind of been in the background. But also, they have known each other for a while, so it's not mm-hmm. like- they've known each other since childhood she doesn't give a definite answer though because she has a meeting later that day jimmy accidentally got a sari instead of a kurta and he is not pleased but he dresses (laughs) it up with a dressed vest and they go out from the limo spinner is reveling in jimmy's embarrassment and honestly it makes sense to tease your friend about this so even though spinner's a hater like he's not making unexpected hater-ass comments you know I will yeah, like it. no. It's warranted too. I think I noticed in this too. Like, does this mean that Jimmy bankrolled the limo dinner and their outfits? Because it seemed like he's the one that picked them up. He did. Who is he? He really just I put mean, his family's money to use. I know that's right. Well, shit. If y'all not even gonna show up for my birthday, you better. That's true. He's spreading the wealth. At least that's nice of him. That's very yes. kind. Give from the rich and give to the poor. <laughs> that's the poor very kind. Spinner. The limo arrives, though, and it looks nothing like the picture. It's also driven by, yours truly, Billy Ray Cyrus. I'm not (laughs) yours truly. I'm not Billy, but I should be. So it's really random, but we understand that he did ask to be on the show. It is this beat-down long car, basically, and it's gross, and he didn't even clean it from the previous group. Gross. Like, I add the way I'd be writing a white woman email. This is disgusting. (laughs) I'd be taking pictures and emailing someone immediately. This is foul it's bad and it's also like even like again the exterior is just like is that the only one they had did you just not do research in the limo company that you decided to hire like i feel like again jimmy is bankrolling this whole thing i think he has more money and could afford a better limo <laughs> but i could see a situation where his dumbass didn't do the work oh yeah absolutely i mean he already messed up the outfit thing so i could see him you doing right. something wrong yeah that's well, true. no, because he didn't mess it up. They just gave him the wrong stuff because it was like he knew he had to get two curtains mm, and two, two sorries. Yeah, he just had a bad luck spree here, actually, then. Right. So Caitlin's picking out his and her towels at work and when her boss walks in and doesn't reprimand her for the fact that she's obviously shopping on the clock. 
it's the fact that he could like see her computer from the window i would move my computer immediately (laughs) i I very intentionally have my screen facing away from the door so that you can't see what i'm doing when you come into my office there's a reason for this come on yeah exactly you are not gonna sneak up on me and catch me googling random things not at all no you got to do work to find me not doing work at work okay exactly I'm not going to be like one of those people who post this. This is me going shopping at Target while I'm supposed to be while I'm on the clock. Why are you telling on yourself? Look, and this is the problem. This is a PSA right now. You all are messing it up for me, who was originally allowed to work from home more often. And now I have a new freaking schedule in a few weeks because y'all like to post on TikTok that y'all going to Target. Y'all not doing y'all work. None of us are. But you don't have to say it out loud. Okay. Oh, my God. Like, I just want to say that I grew up when the internet was new. So that is how old I am. And my mother regularly told us, once you put that shit out there, it never goes away. Stop. Stop it. (laughs) Save us all. Back to Degrassi. Her boss doesn't congratulate Caitlin just yet because he's actually there to announce that the station approved one of her media projects. Caitlin is super excited until she hears that the plane leaves that night for her to travel the world for nine months. Kaylin says she's not turning Joey down for some work project, even if she is very passionate about it. I said that this is the Degrassi version of that one time when Lauren Conrad was offered the internship in Paris and she had to pick between living with Jason and going to Paris. I've never watched that, but what did she decide? Because I'm embarrassed for her. Girl, you you know. You already know. Apparently there was no internship and this is all like fate. I don't know. I think that, who knows? But she picked living with Jason and then she broke up with him that summer. And so Caitlin, she is turning down. She wants to turn down this job to live with Joey instead. And again, we just said it earlier. It's not worth it. It's not. And he is going to be there after. Trust this is me. like the, as someone who lives in TikTok sounds, it's like the epitome of the don't do a girl. It's not worth it. I'm not going <laughs> to do a girl. I was just thinking about it. I did it. <laughs> absolutely oh come on i need everyone to do better snake raises sean's grade back to degrassi to passing after he completed the extra credit work and snake tells sean the following sean life can be rough and i i know you've been dealt some pretty crappy hands it can also be pretty amazing if you let it and now i realize that i sound like mr simpson when i'm talking to my husband anyway mr simpson (laughs) comments to sean about how he used to go with him sean used to go to mr simpson with his problems and even though sean doesn't do that anymore mr simpson hasn't given up on sean he's laying the guilt on thick and sean and mr simpson has no idea how he's absolutely overwhelmed with the guilt and i'm over here like sean don't you know the age old rule deny till you die deny till you like don't feel guilty on your own time Sean does not know that rule, though, because he uses this moment to admit to Mr. Simpson that he actually stole the laptop. He does apologize after it, but Mr. Simpson is like, you need to get the fuck out of my office. That was foul. Bitch, I had cancer. He didn't say that, but he should have. What the heck? Second, which is weird, but. May the odds be ever in our favor. So uh, we just lost Terry for a bit. And if, I don't know, she didn't come back right. This is the end of that podcast because I'm not there <laughs> again. A loss is a loss. All right. So Sean admits to Mr. Simpson that what he did, Mr. Simpson tells him, get out right now. It's the end of you. 
Meanwhile, Jimmy is taking the crew to the same restaurant where Paige and Spinner skipped out on the bill. I told y'all this was gonna come back. They have yes. they have the same waiter as well. Does that man ever take a day off? Probably doesn't. <laughs> That's the third time we see this restaurant because it was Marco and Dylan's parents that went there together. Spinner and what's the name? Spinner and Ashley and Paige, and then this is Paige Hazel Spinner and Paige. What? Yeah. Okay, I'm over and, it. And you Joey's I mean. also at this restaurant with yes! right now. Like what? We got one right restaurant where, in town. Right where Mr. Radage and Oh Ms. girl H was. Ms. Yes. Yes. Speaking of Joey, I ask, is there one nice restaurant in Degrassi? Because why are Joey and Caitlin also at that restaurant? Caitlin tells Joey she agrees to move in with him and she starts talking about her roller coaster of a day. She tells Joey about her HIV AIDS project project with the network where she would have to leave that night. And Joey is like, ma'am, congratulations. You should take the project because I'm not going anywhere. But Caitlin is somehow offended by this because Joey didn't say anything wrong. She said nothing wrong. He said mm-hmm. everything right. And she's like, oh, you think I should go? Yes. You're super into this. Go. Like, I love you. I'm not like, I don't understand. She... It was a reach, no? Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Because I feel like in these situations, people often want someone to, like, fight for them or, like, beg them to stay. (laughs) In this moment, I feel like a lot of people want someone to fight for them. Like, Caitlin would have much rather had Joey been like, oh, my God, I'm so happy that you're staying. Or, like, please don't go. But you're totally right. Like, Joey said everything he should have. I don't think he did anything wrong. Like, he literally is not holding her back from doing what she wants to do. She's wanted to do that before they got into a relationship. So she literally needs to let this whole fairy tale thing go where she wants him to like beg her to stay when that's just not what's best for both of them like that makes no sense oh my god perfect man i mean joey if i wanted to live with a man can i move in (laughs) right (laughs) so we are now at the dance which i'm just real quick cultural appropriation there's Mm -hmm. one indian person in the cast is is there is anyone indian in the cast not yet no or who are you thinking of I mean, I, I, well, theoretically, the Mandaris, so that family, but is portrayed in the show as Indian. Because it's so much so, like, out of pocket where it's, like, the girl that you see dancing in one scene is, like, did y'all hire her? Because she has, like, the attire on and you've never seen her in Degrassi history. Did y'all hire her to, like, dance here? Or are you trying to act like she's a student that goes here? Because I could see y'all doing both. Like, you hire dancers. (laughs) Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Anyway, we skip to the dance where we see Emma at the dance with Chris and Manny at the dance with JT because we knew that JT asked Manny. Craig is playing photographer and Dylan is comforting Marco's anxiety about how the dance is going. I did add that we see a brown girl dancing. So I guess the producers decided they could just throw an Indian presenting woman in the dance and it would not be appropriation anymore. The two early 2000s. What a time. You know what's kind of problematic is did your prom have a theme to it? You're frozen again. This is so sad. They all ha- they did, but like I don't know. Let me go ask my high school friends. Ours did, and I honestly think that my senior prom's theme was a night in Bollywood. <laughs> I'm literally here, like trying to think. That was literally ours. We didn't have any decorations or anything. It literally was just on the the tickets, a night in Bollywood. There was no type of theme to it, though. Like Degrassi, at least if they were gonna appropriate, they kind of went all out. So <laughs> maybe maybe there was like a Bollywood Nights the one 
my high school friends who have better memory than me are going to text me the answer to this question. Yeah. That's so funny, though, that that is literally the theme that a lot of people go with because I was literally my high school's theme. <laughs> okay. Correction. My one high school friend who listens to it, I asked in a group chat, did our prom have a theme? What was it? And she said, did it? I do not remember. So I guess she is not going to call me out so I can say whatever the hell I want. Is she not going to know? No way. You could definitely lie about it. Yeah, it's that's funny. It's one of two. It's like old Hollywood or night in Bollywood. <laughs> like that's right. pretty much what the themes are. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair. You know, early two thousands. JT makes a snarky comment about how there isn't any ice at the dance, so Snake agrees to go to the store and picks him up. They man does not get paid enough. Why he at right. this dance getting ice? <laughs> Just as he's leaving, Sean and Ellie walk in, not dressed for the theme, and Mister Simpson completely snubs Sean as he should have. The arrive, uh, the bill arrives, and Jimmy looks and he says, "This is more expensive than I planned for. Three extra dinners more." This is interesting to me because I distinctly remember Ashley telling Paige and Spinner that she didn't feel like eating. That's a good point. Wow, Just call them out. Continuity. Jimmy doesn't have enough money for everybody, and Paige and Spinner's broke asses came out with zero money on them. So Hazel has to foot part of the bill. Jimmy is disappointed about the night, but Hazel honestly appeared to not mind, and she was in good spirits. The way I would have literally told Spinner and Paige, y'all can stay here and wash the dishes, I'm out. I literally already paid for everything else. That's nuts. Update. My friend's husband from high school said it was under the stars or something. I'm going to have to look at the pictures at my mama's house. That's also a theme I've seen before. Are there like only five freaking themes for proms? (laughs) Now I'm going to look it up. Moulin Rouge, Cabin in the Countryside, Enchanted Forest, A Masquerade Ball, A Violet Twilight, Dancing and Prancing Through the Decades. Okay, yeah. Basically, there aren't a lot of options out here. Whatever. That's funny. So when they leave the restaurant, they see their limo drivers being arrested, and he's claiming to have paid his 30 parking tickets. Billy Ray Cyrus does arrange for them to go get to the dance in a cop car. Back at Degrassi, Mr. Simpson's car won't start and Sean offers to help fix the car and he promises not to steal his engine. Too soon, Sean. Too soon. (laughs) He was really reaching. (laughs) He diagnoses that Mr. Simpson has a serious problem with his car, but Sean wants to help. Mr. Simpson tells Sean, how the fuck are you going to help? It's a little late for that, buddy. You stole my laptop when I was literally on death's door. What kind of horrible person does that? So, like, he actually says a lot of those things. I did not embellish on that. Yeah, it's easy to think that she, <laughs> that you just added that just now, but that's true. You kind of just go off. Sean ignores those statements, though, and he's like, I'm going to fix your car for free if Mr. Simpson purchases the parts. Because that's the only way that Sean is able to make it up to Mr. Simpson, and Mr. Simpson agrees. I just want to point out that Sean followed my triple A's of taking responsibility. He apologized, (laughs) admitted what he did, and then he offered to make amends by repairing Mr. Simpson's car. I have a whole lesson in second step about that. Yes, he he does complete that. Did you feel, though, that like him telling Mr. Simpson was was him trying to make himself feel better? Like you think Mr. Simpson needed to know that? Oh, 110%. I think a lot of times mm-hmm. we, when people admit to what they had done, I mean, again, if you're going to make an apology, yeah, admit what you did, whatever, blah, blah, stop gaslighting them. That, yeah. yes. 
But I think, I mean, I guess it's kind of like a spotty line. If you do something and someone knows that you did it, you absolutely should admit what you did. Mm-hmm. But if you admit that you did something and the person doesn't know that you did it, are you doing it for them or are you doing it for you? Mm-hmm. And in Sean's case, he was so overwhelmed with guilt, I feel. He was doing it for him. He wasn't doing it because he wanted to make things right. You know, like Mr. Simpson thought he lost that laptop. He thought right. that he did, you know, wrong by Spike. It's, he hadn't considered it from that perspective. I think more so he was doing it for himself. And Yeah. But I mean, what is he, 16? I'll give it to him, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it still takes a lot to admit that. I feel the same, though, because I was just kind of like, it was him doing it for himself, but I could see where this idea came from for him because he... I don't, was it last episode, Our House, where he like admitted to Mr. L that there was a party before he signed the paperwork. So he's like trying to start on this new, I'm going to be independent. I'm going to be honest, at least like no more stealing and conniving because I'm not friends with Jay anymore. Right. But yeah, good, I mean, good <sighs> for him. So Caitlin's getting ready to leave for her trip when Joey arrives to ask, what the hell is going on? Why did you walk out on me? Caitlin is being super melodramatic and she tells Joey that if he really loved her, he wouldn't want her to go. Girl. Girl. Joey assures Caitlin that he does love her and that's never going to change. And so he wants for her to go. Caitlin should take the job and he will be there waiting for her with his house about to get repossessed by the bank when Caitlin returns. Spoiler (laughs) alert. Joey rides with Caitlin to the airport, kisses her goodbye, and they will resume their relationship upon her return. Back at Degrassi, Marco is announcing the king and queen for the dance when the curtains catch fire and everyone has to evacuate the building. Does every dance at this point result in a fire or tragic event? I need to know. Jimmy and the crew arrived to the dance to see it being evacuated, but they were super late anyway. Like, how much longer did you plan? Like, when were you planning on getting to this dance? Yeah, honestly. Degrassi students continue to party outside. Jimmy is sulking about how nothing turned out as how he planned, you know? A wise man once said you can plan a pretty picnic, but you can't predict the weather. Hazel tells Jimmy that she doesn't care that nothing went as planned because she just wants to spend time with him. A true ride or die. And I was just amazed that Andrea Lewis got to play Drake's girlfriend. I was always jealous of her growing up. Anyway, this show ends with Sean hugging Ellie happily because Mr. Simpson is on the road to forgiving him. End scene. That's beautiful. End of season three, my friends. That's it. What a way to go out. Did you find a moral in all of this? I said, follow my triple A's of taking responsibility if you do some (laughs) shady shit. I think I've said that before, but I'll say it again. I mean, and it holds true because that's what Sean did. And here we are. That's all I got. Or I guess the second one, you can plan a pretty picnic, but you can't predict the weather. Yeah, that's a good one. I feel like mine teeters on that line because I said if someone is meant for you, i.e. Hazel or Joey in the situation, then they won't hold you back from pursuing things that you want or things that will make you better and happy. So like Jimmy going to basketball camp, she's like, I'll see you at the beginning of next year. And Joey's like, go away for nine months. It's fine. I'll be here when you get back. We don't have to play house. Like, And Lauren Conrad going to Paris. <laughs> that was probably... She needs to watch this episode because that was a very bad decision on her part. Okay, I'll get to send it to her. All right. <laughs> any more questions, comments, or concerns? 
No. If you made it this far and you had a theme for your prom, let us know what it was. Was it problematic? Was it one that we named? Did it not have a theme? Have you not gone to prom yet? I'm a little concerned if you haven't been to prom yet. Um, <laughs> but here we are. Leave a comment. That's all I got. All right. I guess just for next season on Degrassi, if you know, you know. And if you don't know, you're about to find out. That wraps this week's episode of Below the Dot Podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend. To hold you over between episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under some derivative of the username Below the Dot. Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, concerns, anything on either of our social media accounts, except not Twitter, because y'all know I still got the account deleted, so I lied about that earlier. Email us at whateverittakes385 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back this time next week, whatever it takes.